Hi, this is Becca with the Housewife Rants, the unsighted, insightful, inciting podcast. Okay, so this episode on the Housewife Rants, I don't know if I was really wanting to do like a full rant or anything uh, in particular. I guess it's um, sort of what I've been exploring and some frustration with with um, other mothers or other people on how they do their food budgeting and costing and um, and how that works out. Okay, so the biggest complaint that I constantly hear is fast food and convenience food is so much cheaper. And that's a lie. I mean, you are uh, buying convenience food from the supermarket may be cheaper than buying really high quality ingredients from your whole foods or from your farmer's market sometimes like your meat or or a few other items like that but otherwise you're basically comparing like well i can't eat like uh, all organic all free range all pesticide free diet um and eating the, the all the freshest ingredients and the the grass-fed beef and uh, every day without, uh, you know, totally blowing up my food budget. And you're right. If you just go to the grocery store today and you say, oh, you know what I want to make? I want to make um, a ribeye steak with um, organic potatoes. And then I want a truffle mayonnaise. And I want to, and you start listing all these, these um, expensive ingredients and then also health ingredients and say, oh, you know, I really want a good quality red wine, and I want all of these things, and then you compare that to McDonald's, you're absolutely right, that's going to be, like, way more expensive. But you're always comparing apples to oranges is the only way that you can say things that, like, convenience meals are cheaper, or fast food is cheaper than eating in. It's because you're not comparing apples to oranges, right? You're comparing McDonald's dollar menu to eating at your local steakhouse there yes there's mcdonald's is cheaper and obviously less healthy but you don't have to eat like steakhouse level prices to one be healthy or two to be cheap so when my husband and i uh, went on a trip last year um we saved up a lot we went with my sister and her husband and we went to japan now that is a place where you can say food is no cheaper to make at home especially if you live in Tokyo or you live in Kyoto you live in a big city absolutely that is 100% true or like you can marginally make things cheaper right you could do things like I only eat rice eggs and soy sauce and then yeah you probably you could but you're not going to be eating healthier um your average housewife there can make things um that will save them a little bit of money, but it's nowhere near what it is in the U.S., partially because wages are really low in a lot of places in Japan. And so the cost of food, and especially prepared foods, are very cheap. And you can go, and there are plenty of places where you can get like real food for a couple of bucks, like almost nothing. Now, it doesn't work if you go to an American chain or try to find like odd American food or a lot of western like traditional western food those places are going to be very very expensive but we went to a michelin star ramen shop and i think the most expensive thing on the menu was uh, like 
thirteen dollars, like American. It it was insane. Now they were known for being very inexpensive. We also went to a sushi place that was like two hundred dollars. But um, you can there, yeah, eating out is not what's killing your budget because the price of just you can walk into a grocery store, like into a convenience store like Lawson or Seven Eleven or which sounds crazy, like like in America gas station sushi is like a trope it's a meme where you're just like oh that's gonna make you sick and that's not the case in japan those places because um the food is so cheap and it you're never you don't feel guilty because you aren't actually going to save money if you went to the grocery store that often instead so their food gets a high turnover rate things are much fresher and everyone eats there and the quality of the ingredients and the taste is is phenomenal you can get better places and have like an eating out a nice experience but anyways i digress their food there is very cheap if you eat what the japanese eat um i would say it tends to be rice heavy and a little bit fried foods heavy if you're eating out as much because they love their rice and their fried foods um but you can find plenty of healthy options this is not the case in the u.s eating out and part of it is because of our minimum wage and the fact that you know more cost conscious people have to eat at home they there's not as much turnover rate in convenience stores so their overhead is more expensive and for a variety of other reasons food at your convenience store or at a fast food chain or whatever is expensive and you can go to your local grocery stores and some of them are more expensive if you're comparing whole foods to Kroger, um, and where I live, it's called Fries. That's crazy. There, there's, you know, Whole Foods is whole paycheck. You know, you you go there and a dozen eggs is six dollars, right? And I can go to Fries and I can find a dozen eggs for a dollar. Um, and so, and the and I understand people want to essentially say, well, but if I'm gonna eat quote like from home, I'm gonna eat healthier. And so they're like, well, it's just easier to go to McDonald's than to go to Whole Foods and get my free-range omega-3 eggs. And yes, you're absolutely right. That dozen eggs is very expensive, and it's probably healthier than your standard eggs. But you're comparing eating McDonald's to eating, like, free-range organic. You might as well just move to the cheaper option, right? Like, just move to eggs cooked in your house they're still 80-20 better for you than what you're going to be getting at McDonald's. If you start comparing, you know, really convenience meals at your grocery store too, I understand how it's not that much more money to go to your average fast food joint. But that's also crazy. You're just eating fast food out of a freezer that you buy than fast food out of, you know, that somebody's warmed up for you. You're right, there is not that much of a difference, but you need to stop eating those. Those are those are very expensive. And there are certain things I remember watching a documentary and they you know, they're like, Look at the cost of soda, you know, but today I only have five dollars and to me it's like, Okay, well, but soda is a luxury item, right? Like it's not part of your diet. It doesn't have to be part of your diet. So, you know, my whole family um, the house I live in, and then all of our extended relatives, literally nobody drinks soda anymore. One, it's terrible for you. And two, even if you're using diet, like the diet sugars are just not healthy for you, and it's unnecessary. There are a lot of other options that are cheaper. 
Um, okay, the other thing that I often hear is, well, it's so much more convenient. And I think that's why they, they call it convenience foods or, you know, fast food, is that it's so much easier than eating at home. Well, one, yes and no. I can definitely tell you on certain days, it's absolutely crazy. I just don't, I don't, everyone has that d fatigue, right? But the problem is, is that it's not as much that there is not convenience as that you didn't plan ahead, right? So on any given day, if you have no plans, then making the decision at the end of the day what to eat for dinner is literally exhausting and just, it's really hard to do. But see, that's the that's the shift. Your people who eat at home don't do that. People who eat at home don't just walk into their refrigerators and go, oh, what can I eat? Or, oh, what's here in my pantry? Oh, what can I make? Right? They start with a plan every week or every, like, and for us, it ends up being nearly a two-week plan that we do. Plan meals for two weeks. Um, and then we, we're just like on autopilot. And then while and then we eat very similar foods during that time period so that we're not prepping from start to finish every single day. That too would be exhausting. It's more like you're just doing it wrong, right? Like if you had to walk to your fast food joint every time you went, you'd never go because there's all this extra effort that you would put in. Or if you couldn't have it delivered, would you do it? And the answer is no, that's a lot of extra work. Well, you can make it that easy at your house without buying convenience foods. Okay, so I'm just going to go over what is it that I do in my house for food. And it's pretty straightforward. My husband and I work together, um, though either one of us could probably manage it with scaling back some of what we do pretty easily. Okay, so for breakfast, we have very standard breakfast. I don't mind buying things like granola bars or other things for my kids, um, but usually the cheap versions have a lot of just sugar or corn syrup in them and I'm looking for something that's higher fiber lower sugar that kind of thing and those tend to be more expensive so those tend to be reserved for days when we know we're going to be going out of the house like oh my gosh we're on our way to church we need to feed you here's your granola bar in the car or oh my we have uh, an early appointment or whatever and they get their treat right they get in the car and they know they haven't had breakfast. They're really excited. Okay, here's your granola bar. Here's some water. Here we go. Let's move on with our day. Um, is it a fully balanced breakfast? No, but it is part of a balanced day, right? Um, so then on average, what else do they have for breakfast? So my kids drink water and that's it. We don't do a ton of unfermented dairy. So the kids have as much water as they want. I live in the desert. They can uh, manage it pretty easily. And then breakfast tend to be something that is cold, except on weekends. So Monday through Friday, very easy. Um, it's yogurt and granola and some frozen fruit because frozen fruit is just as fresh, just as like it's not fresh as and not frozen, but it's it's frozen at the peak of ripeness and the, that fruit would have never been able to make it to market because it was so ripe and it's maintained a lot of its nutrients. So frozen and it's cheaper. Oh my gosh, so much cheaper. So frozen fruit, granola, um, and yogurt. And again, like some of these are very, very easy to make, but I also buy like my yogurt 
I buy from Walmart. There's a Walmart close to us. It's really nice and has tons of organic stuff. Though this isn't organic, but the granola is. And it's a giant tub of plain yogurt because you don't need sugar to buy sugar for your yogurt. If you want a little bit of sweetness, honey, maple syrup, fine, add those. I think fruit and granola are plenty sweet. And they, um, you know, so it's whatever fruit I have. Sometimes I buy fresh fruit when I'm out and that's what they can have with it. It depends on what's on sale. But I'm not going to the grocery store. Like I'll go to the grocery store with, okay, we're going to have yogurt today and I need fruit. Okay, so what's the least expensive fruit right now? What's going to be the most bang for buck? Okay, but I only buy like one fruit a week, maybe two, and then maybe have a few frozen options. But otherwise, you just end up being like, oh, well, I need to eat every fruit. Well, you don't need to eat every fruit in a week. You just need to eat it over the year. Eat plenty of different fruits over the year. So you don't need to be like, well, I need eight different types of fruits. Nobody can afford that. And also, nobody can eat that amount. And secondarily, what's another good breakfast that we tend to do? We tend to do oatmeal um, with, again, usually fruit. Um, and that will be their breakfast. Is something really easy. Is something really nice. I tend to just have coffee, maybe a protein bar, or um, coffee and some eggs, something like that. Pretty inexpensive. Lunch rolls around, and lunch is a little bit more varied. A lot of times it's leftovers. A lot of times it might be some sandwiches. You know, I put my my bread in the refrigerator because it lasts longer. Buy some whole wheat, but basic bread, and um, my son now knows how to make PB&Js, so he's all for that. He's seven. He'll make them for the kids. That's great. Sometimes we'll have ramen. Sometimes we'll have um, kind of whatever. We're trying to use up things, right? So a very common one for me is, oh, okay, I have some hummus or dip or ranch or who knows what liquid thing. And then I have, um, I will often grab like carrots, celery, um, bell peppers, absolutely love bell peppers, and then I'll look for lunch meat or other things like that and make essentially like a charcuterie plate for the kids, but that uh, I might buy two small containers of lunch meat and one thing of celery, one thing of carrots, and a, a bell pepper or two, and that will last me a whole week because, you know, then you get your mustard and you only need a few pieces of meat, a few pieces of cheese even, or whatever, and I can do a whole week's worth of lunches for like 15 bucks right? Really cheap, pretty healthy for you. You can sub it out for things that you want or you say, oh, I don't do cured meats. So, okay, figure out what else it is. Sometimes, you know, for the protein, it might be beans. Canned beans are really inexpensive. That's really fast, easy lunches. For dinners, they tend to vary a lot. And this is where my husband comes in. He does help a lot with planning um, dinners. And for most people, this is where you're going to get your variety, right? Your average kid at school is not getting varied breakfasts or lunches if they're taking advantage of those, right? They're very, they're, you know, there's a list of five to seven things. So you don't need to have a ton more than that at your own house uh, in terms of variety for breakfast and lunch during your weekday to say that your kids are getting a, a fair and balanced diet. Okay, dinners. Very recently, we've been on a Japanese food kick, partially because it's a, you know, throwback to our trip when we went. But we've been doing grilled fish, something like, okay, we'll go and get um, three to four mackerels at our local Asian market. 
they have really good fresh fish. They're probably the best fishmongers in our area, so finding a good quality but inexpensive fishmonger, really important. And so we go to the and get a couple of mackerels and have them filleted, and then we cook them and we have miso soup and we've got some rice and uh, it tends to be kind of like a big meal because you have a few different things but the whole meals themselves per person are extremely cheap because tofu is cheap broth is cheap like miso soup making it yourself even buying the bonito flakes and the kombu and making it very simple and it's a very balanced meal you've got your proteins your carbs um, but that we use brown rice instead of white rice and um, sometimes we'll make a little pickle and the thing is is that one container of tofu sure it costs I don't know four dollars or something uh, depending on where you are at right but that amount of tofu goes into our meal for a family of five three children and two adults into our miso soup I think like six times and, and you can freeze it, so we figured out what we could freeze. And we try to keep our weekday, um, we tend to plan two main meals. So, for instance, this week it's going to be salted salmon, um, where we bought a pound of salmon, and that's what we're going to eat for two days. And then we're going to have tonkatsu, which I had already made um, a set, because we bought a pork loin, cut it up, and then because we had had tonkatsu that week, and it was no extra work to essentially prep more and put it in the freezer so I've got tonkatsu with cabbage and again cabbage is like a dollar a head and we won't even use up the whole cabbage unfortunately like that's how much cab like one head of cabbage gives you it's like a massive amount so I'll probably add a cabbage salad to our lunches and stuff because we just need to use up the freaking cabbage after we're done and then um, we have date night on Friday which tends to be something we've made but the kids get something like mac and cheese and tuna fish or something that is very easy um, that they love to do and they have their food and then they go to bed and then my husband and I make a meal and today it's going to be pork buns because we when we decided to make pork buns we made enough to freeze so that we could pull out four or five for a dinner and then we'll have it like with a salad with whatever um, ingredients we have in the fridge and maybe some frozen gyoza or something like that. Um, and so, but if you look at our week, we're having pork, we're having fish, we're having, um, probably at the weekend, we'll have something that's beef, depends. You don't actually need all that. We'll probably even have like chicken teriyaki, probably one of the nights. Um, I said we had a meal plan we did, and now I can't remember what it is because it's hanging up somewhere. But, and then you, you fill in with vegetables and vegetables are very cheap. Some vegetables are very expensive. Others are extremely cheap, especially if they're a root vegetable, carrots, parsnips, onions, those things. They are so cheap. They're very easy to fill in your diet with and not feel guilty. Like it's not filling it with a ton of white rice or white bread or whatever. And we have an idea of what's probably on for next week after. You know, some of it's going to be frozen leftovers, um, but you don't. Here's one key mistake people make and this is my opinion is they're willing to eat the same four takeout a week right but if you're like hey just eat the same thing two nights in a row every week right so monday tuesday is the same meal 
and Wednesday, Thursday is the same meal, and Friday is like a, a date night meal, or maybe that's when you do your takeout, and then Saturday, Sunday, you know, those are your days off. You do something a little different. Usually Saturday, Sunday, maybe even are similar meals, uh, and people freak out. They're like, my husband won't eat leftovers. Well, get over yourself. Leftovers are one, delicious, and two, you're crazy. Just if you don't want to eat the leftovers, my opinion, don't eat. You're not going to hurt yourself. Intermittent fasting is totally fine. Wait till breakfast, you're fine. But most people consistently eat the same thing every day anyway. So why be frustrated with leftovers? Just be fine with it. Eat it for lunch. Eat them for dinner. Utilize that and work through. When you're making your meal plan, go through what you have and your refrigerator at minimum. Because that's where all of the things that expire quickly are. Then... After you go through your refrigerator and you say, oh, crap, I've got to use up my carrots. I've got to use up this. Okay, that'll be the lunch stuff. Okay, that's fine. Or, oh, I have this leftover. That'll go for breakfast or whatever. Then go, okay, what else do I want? And you actually, you don't start with, I want to eat this week baked chicken and salmon and I want to have some pork chops. Like You don't do that because that is going to be extremely expensive. Use the economy of scale. Say, okay, I'm going to buy pork. And I'm going to utilize it over the week. You know, we made barbecue for my son's um, birthday last week. And we took, smoked a giant brisket. It was amazing. We fed. um, We got it on sale when I saw it in the store. I was like, perfect. It's almost half off because it needs to be frozen like tomorrow. Okay, perfect. Throw it in the freezer. Then we um, did like a dry brine sous vide it, put it on the smoker which is just a knockoff green egg grill, so not that expensive, not a real green egg, with this whole setup that my husband made so he can make it into a smoker, and it's still a grill. We smoked it, and we served two days, over 20 people, and we had leftovers. And that was going to be, then we had brisket and eggs for breakfast. Uh, and it was amazing. It was super delicious. But you have to be make something good and delicious enough that you want to eat it multiple times and you'll work through your food and that you'll stretch everything you're eating. Otherwise, you end up with tons of waste. Like how many times have you tossed out leftovers or tossed out stuff or like brought home, you know, your leftovers from your dinner out and then threw it away, right? That's insane. It's because you didn't have a plan. You... I didn't have a plan because I've done this before. And instead, what I say is, oh, okay, well, my plan is this is tomorrow's lunch. Not I'll eat it when I get around to it. It's It has a purpose. Okay, this I'll eat this tomorrow for lunch. Or, oh, I can't eat it tomorrow for lunch because I have a lunch date. But next date, definitely, that's my lunch. And, you know, oh, I brought home half a cinnamon roll from um, a restaurant I went to. That's my breakfast tomorrow with my coffee. Is it particularly the healthiest breakfast in the world? No, but it's cheaper. It was delicious. And then I had eggs for lunch. Um, All right. So very quickly recap. You must have a meal plan. Be comfortable with leftovers. Do not make six or seven different dinners. You will be absolutely stressed out. If you are going to make six or seven different dinners, then you have to be formulaic, right? You can't say, oh, we're going to have barbecue, and then we're going to do Japanese, and then we're going to do fried chicken, and then we're going to... No, you can't do that. If you are going to make something different, then you've got to say, okay, what I do is I 
grill or bake my meat, you know, chicken, beef, pork. I have it separated out. I have a veggie that I steam and then I have, you know, uh, a carb or something, you, however you would like to, but you have to have this formula and it will be different every day, but it will, and it, but it's a lot less work, right? But you're, you know, it's in my opinion, that's not how I like to eat. I'm more of a foodie. So I want to eat things that are, that I'm really excited about eating. And the idea of eating like just broiled chicken breast and some steamed broccoli, um, can be delicious. It's just not something I want to eat all the time, but I still, I'd still eat it. I'd rather have like Greek grilled, uh, chicken legs that I have for multiple days, but it takes forever to grill chicken legs, right? And you have to, you're, you're going to get your grill on and, and we don't have, we have a charcoal grill. We're going to, so you have to plan. The nice thing of having only a couple meals to eat a week is that you do all of your prep work on one or two days, right? Because if you sit down and you're like, oh, I'm going to have broccoli and I brought, bought a whole head of broccoli and I'm going to have chicken, right? It takes all of the time is in getting out your cutting board and the and the knife and then pulling out the stuff out of the refrigerator and setting up. And then it's like, is it how, what is it, an extra minute? to chop an extra head of broccoli and throw it back in the fridge for tomorrow, right? So planning your prep ahead of time. The, the one-day meal prep is fine if you have a whole day to burn. I don't. I just prep because I know I'm going to eat the same thing in a day or two. And sometimes it's like I stagger them. You know, it'd be like salmon and then tonkatsu and then salmon and then tonkatsu or whatever. But I can still prep all of that ahead of time. And then it's ready to go. And then by the end of the week when you're burnt out, right? It's, thir- it's Wednesday and Thursday, hump day, whatever, right? Your stuff's already prepped for you or your soup's already made. And you made the soup on Monday and you're having it for dinner on Wednesday. And it's perfect. You're, It's easier than calling up and waiting 45 minutes for your pizza to arrive, right? I have a soup throw it in the microwave or throw it in a pot and turn it on low. By the time you get the table set and cleared off, you got it. You're, you're, you're eaten. It's perfect. Now weekends we find to be not work with that formula. We both like breakfast foods. I like breakfast foods a lot. I like a savory brunchy foods. Um, you know, we like having the idea of quiche and, and, you know, eggs Benedict or whatever, but Honestly, that those are crazy to make every day. Even just for me, frying up eggs every day for breakfast or making pancakes is a lot of work. Pancakes are French toast. Even though I'm a stay-at-home mom and my kids are all at home, the 30-45 minutes it takes to make those things is not something I'm willing to dedicate any of my weekday time to. So we've decided that all of those, if we want to make something special, if we want to have pancakes or french toast or um eggs and salad and other things those are reserved for uh saturdays and sundays and usually what we do is a brunch so you know the kids may get uh, a very small snack a bowl of nuts something to tide them over and then by 11 we have brunch and we do not eat until dinner again Uh, and so you're really only doing two meals on your weekend days at least for us um but you're having a really nice brunch. Uh, I think we're doing a quiche this week. Um, and then dinner uh, is going to actually be pizza for us. But we make pizza 
and then my husband always makes extra and we freeze them and then we literally have frozen pizza but it was half the cost and way tastier because it's made with fresher and more quality ingredients the way we like it um this is a good time to say oh okay well Sundays tend to be our bigger dinner we tend to say okay well Sunday is you know a special day for us so we're going to make a roast or a soup and then the thing is is that usually by the end of that we eat we enjoy it but we always have leftovers and those end up being next week's lunches or another dinner depending on how much it is so just to recap the episode fast food is not cheaper and it doesn't have to be more convenient but you have to put in the planning work which if you total up the total amount of hours and time I spend less time thinking about food and even prepping food than people who eat, who have takeout every day because you, you're going through those steps every single day. I do my planning once a week. I concentrate the time. And then when you have takeout, you still have to set your table and clear up and do do all those extra things. I'm still doing those. Um, and so it's just some some prep and some cooking and then focusing on Easy meals during the week is what's going to help you. And then using up your leftovers because leftovers, I only end up cooking two or three times a week really from scratch. The rest of it is eating all of that effort that I already put in. And so it's it's easier than takeout. And so this last month we decided to go scorched earth, not quite, but close, just saying, look, we're going to reduce our food costs. We are just like not paying attention. We're having, so cooking a lot, but we're not paying attention to our food budget. And we have almost halved our food budget in one month. And not of it, not a lot of it's like, oh, we're just going to eat what we have. It's still going out and buying fresh ingredients and new things. And having very healthy, very fun, very interesting meals. You just have to get creative and you have to set yourself some goals. Being too um, esoteric on your plans is what's killing you, right? You go to the grocery store, you don't have a list. You're going to buy shit you're never going to use, and it's going to go bad. And you're going to need to make another shopping trip because, oh, I forgot to buy this thing that I need to make whatever it is I'm making. So you must have a meal plan. You must have a budget. Go on to the, I think it's USDA, but you can go and find what's the national average based on your household size and, you know, adjust it maybe for the cost of living in your area, but be right around that target for grocery. Okay. They give you, it's very clear how much you should be spending on food. Find things that you like to eat. You know, think of the things that you order at restaurants and figure out how to make those inexpensively. They're really usually great. Be comfortable with beans, be comfortable with leftovers. And manage your time well because if you only can cook two or two days a week or three days a week without making your whole day the prep day you absolutely can plan it out so that you are taking advantage of that and so that those days where you normally would go and pick up fast food or order takeout you it's easier for you on those days because it's just oh i just have to microwave this and i'm done but it's not convenience meals Anyways, I know this one was a bit uh, slapped together and uh, didn't make a ton of sense, but uh, just email me or whatever if you have any questions or 
or want to know more about how we do food prep stuff. And maybe I'll make another episode. I don't know. Thanks.